Welcome to Half My Age, a weekly show in which a 25-year-old adult and a 50-year-old child help each other make sense of the world. There we are. Hi, Andrew. Hey, Mrs. Philholm. How are you? Fine. Can you guarantee one thing to me this week, please? That I'll use your correct audio? That's it. Way to anticipate my needs, young man. God damn, Andrew, you're blowing my shit up here. I am doing something here, trying to get voiceover work and, you know, put my pose as the consummate voiceover professional. And the last two weeks of my audio, not good. Well, one was your fault, wasn't it? Didn't you forget to record one week? Yeah, so you had to use mine, but then you double compressed it. Oh, I double compressed it. The old double compression trick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, exactly. Mrs. Goholm. That's all right. Okay, but just so our readers at home know that I have a beautiful, dulce, the dulcet tones of my voice <laughs> are awesome. And I'm in my new recording studio. Actually, today, I wonder if we're going to hear a hiss. You can get that out with a noise. A hiss. Kid, but I, well, I have my heater on and I have moved my recording studio indoors, my house. Mm-hmm. Now that you don't come over, I'll, I only need a one-person studio. So I'm in a closet. It's a good closet with a lot of you know, soundproofing, but I can hear the heat running and I'm cold, so it's on. Well, you know me, Mrs. Philholm. I can't leave well enough alone. So today <laughs> I'm not in the closet and I'm at my oh. desk because I just prefer to sit in a chair today instead of on a blanket. Yeah. And uh, I figure I've I've botched the audio two weeks in a row. Uh, who cares? Who really <laughs> who cares? cares? I mean, that's true. I, I, I 100%. And who's listening, really? But um, all right. Got anything good? Hmm. I got I- a question. I don't have anything uh, philosophically good, but I can say that this morning I just woke up feeling really, really awful because of all this smoke in the air. We've, we've still uh, we've still got tons Bruh. and tons of wildfires. I know it's I mean, it's very easy to tell jokes about when you're doing outdoor comedy at sunset time because you go, isn't it beautiful? And, you know, sorry, you're, sorry about the smoke in the air. But my God, the sunsets are beautiful. The world is on fire, but we get a pretty sunset. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know it is bothersome, isn't it? <clears throat> you know the, uh, the there's some kind of cartoon meme thing, and it's it's a dog sitting at a table, and the entire room is on fire, and his speech bubble says, "This is fine." Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's the world. Yeah, so, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and so I have felt since, as we have chronicled, seven months now, seven months, I have felt like we are rearranging the furniture on. The deck of the Titanic. I know. Um, (laughs) Want to hear about the funniest dog cartoon I remember from my whole life? Yeah. It was in one of those old indie papers that had like Zippy the Pinhead. You don't know what I'm talking about. Um, And like uh, Akbar and Jeff. Did you know that? Matt Groening's strip? Uh Uh-uh. That's the the guy from The Simpsons? Yeah. Huh. I didn't know he had a Yeah, he's got other stuff. Oh, yeah. Life is hell. Really? Really? Oh, Andrew, show notes. I'm so excited to introduce you to it. I'll Check take it out. a look. Okay. But this was not one of those people. I don't know the source of this. I only remember seeing it. I probably had it cut out and like taped on my dorm room door or something for a while. And it was just so funny. It was this dog. It was a little black and white drawing, obviously a comic, of a little dog. It was kind of a rough, ugly drawing. But dog like at the end of his chain, so much, the chain is taut and he's just, he's got his teeth bared and it says... The angriest dog in the world. He cannot eat. He cannot bark. He can just barely growl. <laughs> and I still, I know it word for, I don't know why that tickled me, 
when I was 21 years old or whatever, but it sure still sticks. I don't know why that's funny. I guess that's how I feel sometimes, Andrew. Yeah, I don't know what to make of that, Mrs. Goldman. I don't either. It was just funny. I don't know. It felt absurd. But right now, you know, well, hey, my Botox jokes have been brought back and they're killing. Oh, yeah? Chin hair jokes. I just keep expanding that material and it kills. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, and one of the Botox jokes is, you know, they they call them, well, I think I've said it on this show, but the they 11s. call these the 11s, the frowners, because they make me look angry all the time. And I ang- am angry all the time. That's my secret, Cap. Do you my get that, Paul? Cap? No. Okay. Yeah. Well, Captain? Yeah, that's a line from The Hulk, Andrew. Ah, The Hulk. So you're you're one of those His nerdy comic book boys, angry. just like uh, just like all those podcast boys we listen to, huh? No, 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 no. I know that I have to appeal to all those nerdy comic book boys because they're my friends and my children. Mm. So they gave me that line, or they told me about it that that's a line. I was already saying I am angry all the time, and then I went and watched that scene. He says, "That's my secret, Cap. I'm always <laughs> angry, and I love that." Anyway, so I've been working around with that, how to make it funny. And last night it was good. Last night, thirty-seven comics. That's a lot of me. comics. Four hours, socially distant rules like, oh my God, we're doing all the COVID stuff. Mask, face down, masks up. Um, <laughs> ooh, it's a marathon. Okay, I have a philosophical, I have a philosophical tidbit for you. Okay, hit me. You ready? All right. I think we should talk about, what do you think about this statement that, that people say sometimes in the world? Trust the timing of your life. Trust the timing of your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it sounds fine. I don't. People don't say that to me very <laughs> often. I've, I, in fact, I don't think I've ever been told that. Well, I mean, like that. Maybe not the exact thing, but of course, what I'm talking about is the 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 idea that things happen as they should for right. a reason, even if it seems inconvenient or something, whatever, inconvenient or difficult or or sure, almost as if there's a plan or, or or things will or, work out for the best or or just trust that serendipity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, almost as though yes, things will work out for the best and trust the universe to bring you. You you, you can't always get what you want. You might get what you need. You know that kind mm-hmm, of thing. Like sure. just mm-hmm. what do you think? What do you feel about that? You want you want to chew on that for a minute? Yeah, I'll chew on that for a little bit. I can I can see. You know, I see what's going on there. I feel like this is just another way where you're trying to sneak astrology into everyday life. I am so... T- why? What the... Why? What? <laughs> right? Me? Astrology? I don't know anything about it. Uh, serendipity. Uh, put... Be the be the good you want to see in the world, whatever. It, oh. it, it all kind of... It all kind of comes back to uh, some kind of things are things are out of our control. Yeah, okay. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Sure, draw a tarot card, you basic witch. Right, right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sure, sure, sure. Looking for an external, right, a, a magical operational system. And I, I think in general, that kind of stuff doesn't resonate with me as much as, <laughs> um, you know, th- things are the way they are because you did this and then this and then this, right? I, I see a logical progression for how we got here. And then Do you I, feel I, that I, way I about how you up... met your bride, though? Uh, you know that that like, is one one place in my life mm-hmm. where I cannot explain it. That is that it okay. seems like serendipity. Mm, interesting. You know, so I don't. You know, I've I've just kind know. of you you've destroyed my whole argument in in one point. <laughs> but uh, in general, Listen, it is I, a magical operational system for viewing the world. I get it. I just that's why I want to talk about it because that one of all things of just like the timing of things seems shitty. For example, I mean, for me, okay. Uh, everything I had built up, I took a great amount of risk 
put myself out there and did a lot of work to get to a place where I was building a thing that went away for reasons that nobody ever could have predicted. We're never, we, we don't get to gather in loud, large groups anymore. Everything I had built required that, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty hard to like trust the timing of your life. Um, pretty hard to get through. And as you know, I've been getting through it not valiantly, but that's just a, that's just a for an example of one that is less serendipity and feeling great, serendipitous and feeling positive. Well, yeah, yes and no, right? So, so this is this is a phrase that someone might say to a person to cheer them up, right? Th- things seem weird right now, but it's all for the best. Uh, and, and and to calm their brains, maybe in terms of this this uh great great tragedy that that was uh you know a roadblock in your in your comedy career uh it does seem like it's all for the best because that wiped out all the shows and now it seems like you're picking up a new show every week like it seems like this this um <laughs> I know. pandemic has actually been a springboard for you more than a setback you know what i'm saying okay right i mean i wasn't actually thinking that that's the end of this story i was just using it as an example of a shitty timing thing that seemed like how to how does that make sense but you're right gosh darn it you're right and i mean yeah i think i have made as much money in comedy and done as much time at the mic as anyone in this town and that would not have happened because there was a ladder to climb and the ladder went away and yeah 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 yeah. it's it's been a it's been Mm -hmm, a, mm -hmm. a tremendous leveler Right. Everybody is on equal footing again. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And And the clear path to what means success doesn't exist anymore. And so we get to redefine it. And yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. See, trust the time. Fuck. I mean, I'm still so panicked about not having a big girl job with real benefits and everything. But I talked to my financial person this week and had a very emotional conversation with him, which was ultimately he reminded me of exactly what you just said. He's like, you're killing it. You're killing it. Keep going. I'm like, really? Um, I think it's, mm, yeah. So pretty cool. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, all right. Well, that's yeah. It is. It is a thing that you say to calm people, and it's a thing that we say to help. It is. It is as um, innocuous, perhaps. I don't know. It is as. It is similar to saying, you know, I'll pray on that. Or give it up to God. It's just similar to give sure, it up to God. It's, it's, it's out of your right? control. It's give it up to God. It's out of your control. And trust. And listen, trust over fear is always a good choice, in my opinion. Sure. Don't get mm. uh, don't I get better. I just got a lot of things going on with Bright. I've got a lot of things going on with timing that just seems cuckoo bananas. And there's so much good. And you just reminded me of one of the things. I never set out to really be a comedian. And... That's how I make my money right now. And that's the definition. That's the difference. That's the d- dividing line between comic and comedian. Yeah. I didn't, oh I didn't, gosh. I didn't realize that those two were uh, distinct things that they yes, were. Sir. Can you, okay. So which is which, which one makes money? Comedian. A comedian makes money and a comic is just out there for fun. Yep. Open micro, you know, we're slag- slagging, uh, driving, grinding. When, when uh-huh. I was a caddy, the pro at Cherry Hills, he told me something that always stuck with me. Uh, it was, it was like a hundred degrees out on the golf course and the pros there wearing pants. And someone said, why, why are you never in shorts? And he said, well, uh, I'm at work and at work you wear pants, pants are, Mm -hmm. pants are professional. So Mm -hmm. I've always thought about that in the context of a lot of different things, right? Um, is this person wearing pants or are they wearing shorts Mm. either, either literally or metaphorically? Sure. It's kind of an interesting thing. So a comic is out there wearing shorts. Think about that for a little bit. I mean, and there's one thing that we know, I mean, this is, do you know, this is, this is a known thing. 
that male comics should never wear shorts on stage. Sure, I believe it. I think um, mm-hmm. I don't know what the age is, but there's there's a certain age where men get where their their legs just uh, stop looking like you'd expect them to look and just start being <laughs> a surprise. Right? It's like, <laughs> like why why am I looking at your legs right now? And I had a I lacrosse coach. Just he distracting. was he was in his uh, late sixties, early seventies. Definitely had a very hard life. He had two knee replacements, and he liked to wear shorts. And that was just startling. It, uh, mm-hmm. it scared us mm-hmm. all. It, uh, it kept the kids A lot away. of bodies, no matter how good they are, bodies are startling, really, when you see too much of them, I think. Uh, yeah. I dress like a professional for a comedy, I always have. But the funny thing is that I actually heard a podcast where these guys were talking about um, that, like what, what to wear on stage. And it was, it was male comics, and they were saying, for example, the other thing that you will get yelled at and get notes about is don't wear a hat on stage, don't wear your ball cap indoors like an animal, Andrew. Sure. You know how I feel about that. But these guys are saying, one guy was saying, I wear the cap on stage because I am uncomfortable with my receding hair and it makes me feel comfortable. And I know that it covers, you know, I know that it shades my face. So I do this little cheat I've learned how to do anyway. And so he was talking about that and they were talking about the shorts thing. And do you, they were talking about it like for getting on the Tonight Show and stuff, you know, like they, it was a very interesting conversation about what you wear. But I actually was like, you guys need to, you need to talk about women because it's, it's a little bit different. For example, I often show my legs. As, I mean, I'm wearing a skirt, but same as shorts, right? I often show my legs, and I don't think it's distracting in the same way it is for a man. First of all, I wear the leg makeup, as you know, um, and it's, <laughs> it's half the brand. I mean, they look good, and I'm known for having nice legs, but I don't think it's distracting as it is for a man. Um, but I think with a woman, the question is like, how much cleavage should you show or how much, whatever, how well should your clothes fit you? And, and also, do you care? Is that part of your brand? And, and I mean, I, I have made, I I think we've probably talked about it. I have started, as you have heard, making jokes about what I look like at the top, which is important if you look a certain way. That's how I've begun. Or now I say like, don't I look like I'm here with some hot real estate tips <laughs> um, or any number of things? Or, I mean, I've sometimes just said, I don't, somebody told me that I don't look like a comic. I don't dress like a comic. <laughs> it was the nicest thing anyone said to me. Um, well, there, there's something about, about that. that, right? When, when you go to, when I go to one of your open mics or I go to even the open mic uh, at Comedy Works, you know, rest in peace back when Comedy Works was still a thing when you when could, could put more than, more than three people in there. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's that like uh, guy in a ripped t-shirt kind of comic, yep. and that that yeah. actually represents a good size. Oh, ninety percentage of, of, of the comics, and then you look at like John Mulaney, and it's refreshing to yep. see someone in yeah. a suit. <laughs> I mean, I think so, right? You know? And it was actually after the clean competition, which you saw last November. Rest in peace. Um, you saw that I uh, anyway. You saw that show, and that was one where it was a competition, so people were you know they knew they were performing whatever. But I look so different that a friend of mine in the audience said, you need to address that because you don't look like a comic. And then, so it's just very easy to go, I know I look like the most well-dressed motherfucker you're going to see here tonight. Comics, it's a low bar. And I get big laughs. So um, addressing that, but it's, uh, that's not that interesting. I was going to say it's interesting, but that's a lie. That was a kind of dumb conversation. Well, I don't mind I don't it. Really I, think, I think it's interesting. And I, I do like to, you know, Merlin Mann and John Roderick, they talk about thought technologies. Mm-hmm. And the idea, especially as we're all working from home right now, I'm sitting in that uh, in that ripped T-shirt and sweatpants. I haven't even managed jeans this morning. Uh, d- dressing like a professional or dressing like a comic. It's it's kind of in. 
uh, w- whether it's literal or figurative, I, there's something to chew on there, you know? Okay. Yeah. And the other thing, right. And okay. So we'll take it further for me, for a woman. And I've told you this before as well, but, um, if I am going to tell my dirtiest, nastiest jokes, I will wear pearls and I will be pretty buttoned <laughs> up. If I know I'm going to do a less nasty set, I can be a little bit, whatever, I show some cleavage or my skirt's a little higher or whatever, but that's very important to me. And I have seen, to me, it makes it funnier. It makes it more approachable because I know I'm saying shocking things and that's kind of half the fun. If I'm also shocking looking, I think it makes it scary. I think it makes the audience unsettled. I have seen women, comics, comedians um, who dress for, like just in two clothes that are too scanty. And it's not, you know, I, you can wear what you want. You have the right to wear anything you want to wear. But when I'm wondering if I'm going to get a peep show, <laughs> when you lean back a little bit, I'm I'm on edge, right? <laughs> if I if you have fat rolls hanging out of something that's just just because it's too tight, again, maybe that's funny. I mean, maybe that's your shtick. Maybe that's a funny thing. Um, anyway, it's interesting. In general, the women in this town on this scene dress up way more than the men, and there's a I lot think, of I think that's true, them. not just in comedy but universally. Right. Yeah, I mean, we, sure. we see this in in uh, relationships where the man's ready to jump and get in the car and go to the thing. And the the lady needs 15 minutes. That's a that's like that's a, a trope. That's a thing. Uh, yeah, w- it is. Women yeah, care yeah, how they course. look. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. OK, so trust the timing of your life or whatever. Just that idea of. Yeah, you're right. It's a thought technology in itself, isn't it? It's a it's a choice to look at things and say, this seems bananas, but just trust it. Trust the timing. And especially, well, I've been saying it to myself lately because nice things have been happening to me and it feels scary because it feels like, what, what, what? and all of it, everything's just been so that, that is funny. You, you tend to second guess things, not, not just when oh, they're bad, but also, hey. especially when they're good. Right? Especially when they're, all right, here's <laughs> the joke. You're waiting for the, for the other shoe to drop. Here's the joke that's not, of course, here's the joke that's not a joke yet, but it may, is it a sign of mental illness that, I have met a guy I really like, and it seems happy and healthy and awesome, and it feels like mental illness. <laughs> being the being feelings, happy and healthy seems like yes, mental illness. The feelings of like, and you know, like meeting someone new and kind of getting Twitter pated, you know, that shit. I'm like, my body experiences that as anxiety. That feels wrong. Something is alarming here. Something alarms are going off in my body and my brain going abort the mission, abort, abort, get out, get out. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, uh, I think those are all happy feelings. Oh, interesting. I am so afraid of, ha- I don't know what that is, but that's, yep, I am mind fucking it is my favorite way to put it, as you know. So I'm, that's why I said we just got to trust the timing of my life, right, Andrew? Isn't that a nicer thing to say than <laughs> wrestling with it all night long in my head? Like, like you know, the tribunal in my head. We got a lot of voices in there vying for attention. Sure. And right now, I like the one who's coming in, you know, like the sage on the mountaintop and saying, trust the timing of your life. <laughs> Last night at the bar, this old woman, an old wise woman who's never said much to me, said... To this guy, she, I wasn't standing there. She, she said, wasn't talking about anything, anything in particular. She, she, he said she just like spit out, you got to follow your heart, especially during these difficult times. <laughs> that is, I, I've got a friend like that from high school. And the, the, he, he met my, uh, my girlfriend at the time, now wife. 
Uh, and he said, first things out of his mouth, lovely to meet you. Are you living the life of your dreams? And oh, he, he that's spe- that. He speaks he's in those aphorisms. so ironical, though, right? That one? You can never tell because that's, that's how right. he is 100 percent of the time. It's hard to say. And that's kind of that's kind of his charm. Is, OK, it uh, is. But it always comes off as funny to me when he talks like that. <laughs> right. Don't you think? Right. But he's he's so I mean, since I've known him, which at this point is. Good Lord. Eight years would have been high school and college. Plus, I've been out of college for a few years, maybe 10 plus years. Mm-hmm. Um the thing about him is he's he's always on that 100%. You can't tell if it's an act because right. he's never not acting. Yeah, you're right. He's a he's a he's an interesting character that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, this woman at the bar was this old black woman with long dreadlocks and I've always perceived her as very wise, but she doesn't never says much to me. I just always feel like she's really supportive of me every week when I do my show. Mm-hmm. And then she says Gotta follow your heart. And, and he was just like, I don't, why did you say that? That had nothing to do with nothing. So that was funny. It's like when that woman rose up out of the mist and asked me, um, listen, do you want to be heard or do you want a man on your arm, we'll say, is what she said. <laughs> and it was, remember that? And she rose up out of the mist I and I was like, why are you it. telling me this thing? Like, where, why are you asking that? Who are you? It was kind of like that. So anyway, that's funny. Yeah, that's funny. That's just, there's a, there's a lot of other shitty stuff too going on and it's As it's hard know. to tell. I've been having good days and it's bad days. It seems like the roller coaster is a little bit more up and down than <sighs> it usually is. Uh, you just because with with the fires, it really feels like the world is burning. With the election, I, I mean, we're we're so close. We're within spitting distance of election day. Pretty soon, <sighs> all the um, all the advertisements will be over. Thank goodness. Uh, it's just it's it's very and the, and our country is holding. So many people are holding their breath until after the election. So many people are con- convinced that. One way or another, things are going to be different, right? I know. Right. Yeah, you're right. It, we're teeming with anxiety. And yeah, there's just a lot of shit. My kid's in quarantine in college. Yeah, how's he doing? He's doing great, but... Has he been there for two weeks? What? Has he been in quarantine for two weeks? It seems like oh, you told me that yet. a while ago. Oh, he's. I'm sorry. Did I tell you that? He's in quarantine for the second time. Second quarter. <laughs> He didn't learn his lesson. They put right? Him, they put no, him he got in timeout, and then he went back to his old ways. First time he the test was negative, and they put him in because he had some quote symptoms. Mm-hmm. I think he just wanted a vacation, to tell you the truth. Um, and then, but now somebody on the wrestling team has been tested positive, and so the whole team probably has it. Sure. So now the team is in quarantine together. I'm sure that sounds pretty fun, really. Let's face it. No, they're all getting <laughs> bored with it. They're all getting bored with it, and they only and they and they deliver food to them once a day. I think I'm okay with that. I don't think I have high anxiety about that. The kid will survive. Yeah, it's okay. The kid will survive, um, and he's he he's segregated from you know people who are at risk, uh, yeah. old professors and, and right, grandparents right. and that sort of thing. Right, right. So anyway, um, yeah. There's yeah, that's you know there that, whatever that's apropos of nothing. I just it's um. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. Like you said, it's everybody knows this. Again, we've talked about it for a long time. Uh, did you get my recommendation for a new podcast to fill your ear holes? Uh, yes, I did get your recommendation. And as with all the recommendations you've given me for new podcasts in the last mm-hmm. three years, mm-hmm. I have not listened. You soundly rejected my advice. Dude, it is so freaking funny. <laughs> it's, not it's... That I, it's not that I reject it. It's not, mm-hmm. uh, not active like, uh, fuck this recommendation. It's nah, more no. like I'm behind on my podcast. I don't really have time to take on another podcast responsibility. 
Okay, I am actively looking for new content in my ear holes, so I'm mm-hmm. pretty thrilled to have this one that I can just, you know, listen, go back into the archives. I know, it's not like I've watched any knife-shredding videos that you've sent me either, so I know. <laughs> we give each other, we make recommendations and we don't follow them, we but just, it's called... Uh, we just throw it into the void or whatever. We, we... Yeah, throw it into the void. <laughs> we send it out to the people. Um, I, um, it's called Is We Dumb with um, Dan Cummins. Oh, you, but you, do you know Time Suck? Mm-mm. Have you listened to Time nope. Suck? And really, that's funny because when we began this show, our purpose, our audience, you identified as time wasters. Idlers. So I'm pretty sure you said time wasters. Idle time wasters. I feel like uh, when I think about the, the people who listen to this show, the word idle comes to mind first. <laughs> I have a question for one of our listeners. I wonder if I should ask it on the show. Um, Maybe. Anyway, that might, that might so cause funny. someone to send us an email. That'd okay, she will. Okay, Christine. Christine Dowell Robinson, is that her married name? We went to high school, middle school, high school, and college together. Christine, I think that you and I went, I know that I did, but I'm pretty sure you were my companion. In my sophomore year of college in Colorado Springs, my dear old friend John from, from, from elementary school was uh, going to the Air Force Academy. And so, like, dream come true, right? We were in the same town to go to college, and he asked me, I went to an Air Force dance and I think, Christine, you went with me and like you were the date for another guy. I think that's the story. I can barely remember it. My main memory card on file for this is what an asshole I was. <laughs> I was, res- it should have been like such an honor, right? Officer and a gentleman. Like, I'm trying to think like even how we got there. I think we got like, maybe we even got a taxi or like it was glamorous. I don't think we drove, but I remember being dropped off and getting in a car. I don't know. And I dressed beautifully. I mean, I wore like my junior prom dress, which was a very cool cocktail dress. Should have been the pinnacle of my life. What an honor, right? I was like pissed off that I couldn't wear my Birkenstocks. Probably had to shave my legs. <laughs> missing out on sure play practice back in college or something. I mean, I was a jerk. I know I was a jerk. I was not even particularly nice to him. Pretty sure there was beer wire underage people drinking at a ball. I don't know. Maybe that's not. Maybe we were sneaking it. Pretty sure we were drinking. Maybe we were drinking beer at a paper bags in the bushes. I don't remember my, I mean, but I think I was really a jerk. And I, Christine, let me, let us know, write to us. Sound off. If you think Mrs. Bill was a jerk. And this is, this is not no, just Christine. If, if, if remember, anyone else, if anyone if else anyone, has, a, has a memory of Mrs. Bill being rude, do just not. chime in, send us an no, email at please HMA that, uh, nope. at Slova.app. HMA I am at not Slova. interested in those. Don't at me. <laughs> do Wait, being rude. Oh, no. I'm sometimes rude when I don't mean to be. I don't want to hear about all of the past times I was an asshole. <laughs> I don't even want to hear about I was an asshole so, last night. What, what was the the purpose of this? This was just because you know that Christine listens, and it uh, it, yeah. it struck yeah. you as a, and I a just question. realized like she listens. She's one of our regular listeners, and she also has beautiful produce. And I watch her stuff on social media, and she watches mine. And I, and I was lying in bed last night thinking about that time that I was an asshole at the academy dance, and I went, I think that was Christine Tell who was with me because we we went to yeah middle school through college together through undergrad together. So I would like to just know, I don't know, because that, right, it's like a funny, you call back something from your past however many years ago and you have a murky memory and yeah, it wouldn't, it wouldn't suck to, to have some validation that that happened. And yeah, I'd like to hear her side of it, hear her impression. Does she remember it? Does she remember me being a jerk and being so truculent about it? What an asshole. That's funny. That is just thoughts that come to me. And yeah, she's one of our regular listeners and we appreciate it. Hey, everybody, make sure you go and. Subscribe again if you're not subscribed. We can't tell if you listen. We can only tell if you subscribe. 
Yeah, and I I can say uh, I did look up after no, af- after it. after you told it. me uh, <laughs> that I I botched the audio for the second week in a row. Don't tell me. I went, how many I went to look at the stats to try to figure out how many people I whose ears I offended with the botched Mm-mm. audio, Mm-mm. and it was a small enough number that I thought, oh. No big deal. <laughs> I definitely know that already. I definitely know that's the case. And hey, that's the thing with podcasting. Once it's released, it's released. You can't go back and change it. Yeah. For the people who originally get it. But I'm serious. They should. I don't care. Maybe they should be liking and subscribing. Maybe they shouldn't. But um, they should be liking and subscribing. They, they should share it with their with their friends, their relatives. If they have, I yeah. think the the one of the my favorite ways to get a download on this podcast is someone yeah. who signs up their aging relative. Uh, oh. Maybe maybe you've got your grandfather's phone in your hands, so you go and you subscribe him to half my age, mm-hmm. uh, just just to give us that extra download stat. I know I was doing it with all the comics, you know, a year ago, just like give me your phone and do it. I should just start doing it again. But then we really have to make better content, Andrew. We're yeah. promising some awesome intergenerational conversation, and mostly we're just idiots. So well, I never I promised anything, Mrs. Phil. We did. We promised you a rose <laughs> garden. We promises, promises. Um, no, we're trying. Well, we promised that we were trying. To help each other make sense of the world. And I think we can still promise that. Yeah. Still trying to figure it out. Still not not knowing. And we promised we would try every week to bring the motherfucking ruckus. And I think we did. I think we did. Yeah, we always do. We there, there's something I get out of this show. Uh, every other show, at least. Not, not necessarily every show. But I always get some kind of new word out of you that I, oh, I, oh. I didn't know before. What do you mean? Like a thing I make up? No, like actual. Well, it sounds like something you made up, but it, it always, whenever I look it up, it turns out to be a legitimate word. Okay. And today, the word that I'd never heard in my life before is "twitterpated." And I looked it oh. up. It means excited or overcome by romantic feelings oh. or smitten. And uh, that's that's a new word I got out of the show today. So if if anyone was listening to this show and they got a new word out of it, you're welcome. You know, that's uh, above and beyond what we promised, which was nothing. Is that the ruckus? I feel like that could be the ruckus. It's, it's a vocabulary ruckus. show. It's mind expanding. It's like uh, LSD. Okay. You learn a new word. That's interesting. Well, Andrew, I'm a wordsmith. <laughs> you know how I feel about that. Yeah. Well, it's nice talking to you, Mrs. Bill Holman. Hey, I hope you listener too. Christine gets back to you. Yeah, yeah. Let us know if I was an asshole back in college. I guarantee I was. I don't want to hear from anybody else on that topic. <laughs> Making that clear. Okay. Bye, Andrew. Bye, Mrs. Bill Holman. Mm-hmm. <laughs>